0: The bourbon's never tasted sweeter than it has tonight here with you for an all-new episode of Beef Sticks Podcast. Yeah, yeah, everything is as your perspective would deem. Wrestling's pretty good for me, because I haven't been watching. (laughs) <laughs> I, I heard good things about AEW this week And made me kind of want to tune in um, Surprising that people are saying good things When Cody beat Darby Allen To knock him out of the tournament But uh, I, know. I guess the, the general consensus Is people like Cody as a face And want to see him have some gold well, yeah, yeah. Great.
1: Very nice. Bit While Sting did everything and then threw him in a scorpion deathlock. lock. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <clears throat> well, I guess, Pacey, don't have a lot at the top of the show, so that kind of brings us to this week in pro wrestling history.
0: Oh, shit, it does. And That's of course on this week
1: it is on April 30th 1977 43 years ago superstar Billy Graham defeated Bruno San Martino to win the WWWF championship the win ended San Martino's second and final run as WWF champion of course the Italian strongman held the title for 1237 days at the time it was the mm-hmm. second longest championship reign in company history. That distinction wouldn't be surpa- would end up being surpassed twice. First by Bob Backlund who held it for 2135 days.
0: It's so crazy to think that he had that lengthy of a run. It's Bob Backlund. Backlund? Yeah.
1: Oh, but he was, you know, people just think of him from his 90s run in WWF. They don't yeah. think of the Bob Backlund of old. Mm. But that that 2,135-day run only counts if you don't include an Antonio Inoki title run that is not recognized by the WWE. Then, of course, the Hulkster himself, Hulk Hogan, would come in at 1,474 days in the height of Hulkamania. Graham won the title on an illegal pin as he had his feet on the ropes for leverage. Ironically, Graham would lose the title the following February on an illegal pin, his foot was on the ropes as Bob Backlund pinned him. <laughs> Bittersweet.
0: Yes, indeed. And a little ironic, don't yes. you think? A little too ironic. Now, what Ooh. does J.R. think? There's always an excuse. Always an excuse for
1: an issue that is not their fault. They were only trying to make a living and,
0: quote-unquote, feed my family. I want to feed my family. Jesus Christ! God forbid they want to feed their families. Right, right. Just want to feed my family. <clears throat> Sounds like someone's a little bitter.
1: <laughs> so that other people have families. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't feed my family, you can't feed yours.
0: <laughs> frass of frass.
1: Oh, good old Jr. His ramblings make the world go round.
0: It is. You know, if they didn't feed their families, how would anybody buy his JR's barbecue sauce?
1: Maybe that's why he's mad. Maybe none of them were buying his barbecue sauce. <laughs> that's what pissed him off about he's,
0: it. He's not in supermarkets. That's the problem. <laughs> People have to look to find his stuff. That's your that fault, damn. JR. <laughs> it's, it's not everybody's fault.
1: Just love the anger and contempt in his voice when he <laughs> says it, too. You just—you can tell he's really passionate <laughs> about how shitty it is that they want to feed their family. <laughs> oh, that JR—he can ramble. I'm actually listening to the uh, Doctor Death Steve Williams episode of Grilling JR right now, and I'm at the, i just started the beginning of it a little while ago, and it's not bad, but he. He has a lot of – he's talking a lot of football at the beginning. Probably the first 20 minutes of it is all football, which Dr. Death had a huge football background and everything, and I get it, and JR is a huge football fan. but Yeah. God, when I tune into a – I like football to watch, but I don't want to sit and listen about it. I want to sit and listen about pro wrestling.
0: Has JR ever announced for the NFL? Why did he ever do that?
1: Um, He's announced for – um college
0: yeah I, I figured that much
1: yeah <laughs> never for the nfl no that's weird yeah
0: weirdness i don't know when you got a gift with the voice like he does you think you'd take it wherever you could and he loves football Dude.
1: yeah look at uh tony shivani he, he does uh commentary for the atlanta braves mlb mm-hmm. who likes he baseball? loves it he loves his baseball <laughs> Nobody knows why he loves his baseball. <laughs> Nobody knows why anybody would love baseball. I loved
0: baseball when I was, like, <laughs> real young, like, kindergarten and before that. When you just
1: enjoyed watching balls go back and yeah. forth and watch, like, ooh, look at the ball go. Yeah. yeah. I hear
0: baseball, you. you. You lose baseball real early in life. You do. <laughs>
1: it's like pacifiers. It's just an unnecessary thing that it's best to just cut out as soon as possible. <laughs>
0: And everybody who plays pro ball is just unable to cope (laughs) no coping (laughs) mechanisms.
1: Exactly. I like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: I guess that means it's time for our new segment, huh, Fat Mac?
1: I suppose it's a new segment, first time ever, probably last time ever, because I don't know how many of these you can uh, dig up, and we dug up a good amount. It'd probably be a good few years before we could do another segment on it. So, you folks get the best of the best in the segment we like to call, It's All Relative.
0: That's right, folks. We are breaking ground to bring you pairings of wrestlers who you probably didn't know are related. Now, there's lots in WWE like, oh, I didn't know Jay and Jimmy Uso were related, Well, we're skipping those ones.
1: (laughs) I like that one.
0: (laughs) And we're getting down to the dirt.
1: Yes, sort of the... I don't know, I looked at
0: some lists, and some lists had Matt and Jeff on it. I'm like, shoot yourself.
1: Right. Yeah, it's like... You know, and then, of course, there's the uh, Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. But I think enough people talk about them, and I know for sure we have talked enough about it on the show that our yeah. listeners all know that they are
0: related. Yeah. I and do, honestly, I, do, I did consider putting them on the list, though, because I feel like it could be told to people again.
1: It It could. And honestly, it seems like when I was going over this,
0: His being related to Bray Wyatt seems like it really paid off in the last couple of days. We'll get it
1: Exactly. (laughs) But it almost feels like the newer people, folks know, are related because with the internet around, whenever somebody new starts, immediately they say, you know, oh, this guy was hired on WWE. This guy's also the brother of this, 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 or that. So a lot of them are the older ones. In fact, I think we only have one. Well, they're not even current, but one current, newer group of people that uh, folks wouldn't know about, probably. And um, I think that's it. All of them are pretty much uh, legends.
0: It's a history lesson, folks. It is.
1: The best kind. When when, when you can't go to school right now because social distancing and everything... Turn on Beef Sticks Podcast for your history
0: lesson. Just You're going to have to censor for it for kids. your children yourself. Good luck with that. <laughs> Fuck <laughs>
1: Who's starting this one off, Pasty?
0: I guess I can handle it for you, Fat Mac. Mike Awesome. Could have been the Hulk Hogan of ECW. Big, charismatic, silly haircut. He had it all. And maybe that could have been because Awesome is the real-life nephew of Hulk Hogan. Then again, they aren't actually blood. Instead, being related through Horace Hogan, Michael Balea. Good old Michael Balea. I like Horace Hogan. That's
1: a good one. You're the only one. <laughs> <laughs> he did a little bit in, in uh, I almost said Canada, in uh, Japan. Yeah, that's kind of a uh, that's one of them that was news to it me. Just makes I discovered me this horse
0: Hogan, and I want to see like a horse, Hulk like
1: Hulk. a horse with a with like the the Fu Manchu. Up. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is one I recently learned about, probably uh, in the last year, and I really didn't believe it, and I had to look it up and do a little research into it, and it's like, oh yeah, they are actually related, not blood related, but it's like, well. That did Mike awesome about as good as it did Horace Hogan. Right. <laughs> you know.
0: And the You'll small find... families get away with not blood relations all the time.
1: Exactly. Sometimes not even through marriage, so. We're looking at you, Rock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, two folks, two legends. Roddy Piper and Bret Hart. Pasty, they were great adversaries, both in WWF and WCW. They are both legends of the mat and WWE Hall of Famers. But they are also cousins, and believe it or not, by blood. (laughs) They grew up together in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, despite the uh, very Scottish theme of Rowdy Roddy Piper, (laughs) who is of Scottish descent, but he was born and raised Canadian, he.
0: Rodney Hart. That would have been funny to see. Rodney
1: Hart. (laughs) It would have been great to see him in the uh, Hart Foundation when they brought back the Hart Foundation when they had Pillman and Bulldog and all of them in there. Yeah. That would have been cool to see the hot rod up in it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure he was in WCW at the time.
0: Did they ever draw those lines, like, in wrestling?
1: No, they never explicitly said it, um, like, on commentary or anything like that. Um, Piper has said in his book and Brett have both said in their book, they had talked about how, uh, I think Piper specifically said that he wasn't ready to face his cousin, Brett, when they had their first match in WWF, but he said it turned out being a great one. And <clears throat> Brett has talked about his cousin, Piper, like when Roddy died, he said, you know. I I miss my cousin or lost my cousin. So, I mean, they've yeah. both, they've, they've been public with it, but I don't think any wrestling company has actually ever said anything on commentary
0: at one point, Brett must've been like that, you know, they're kids and they're deciding they want to be wrestlers and they're drawing those lines. And Brett's like, okay, we're all going to be the Hart family, except for you, Roddy, you're a piper. You go play over there in the dirt with yourself.
1: If you want to be a heart, you got to quit wearing those damn skirts, Piper. (laughs) I told you that before. (laughs) (sighs) Funny fuckers. Yeah.
0: Well, Tessa Blanchard has become a superstar in wrestling and has redefined gender roles in the process. The first ever female world champion learned much growing up of course we all know her father Tully Blanchard of the Four Horsemen had to have shown her a thing or two but some folks forget she had another hall of fame father just as much knowledge and experience her father-in-law Magnum TA who lived on with her family at age 4 I don't know where I got the on from he lived on he, he, lived he very on. and he lives on to this day yes so and it's good. Funny thing, Magnum Ta Ta. Those letters are in the name Tessa. You know that's where she got her gimmick from.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I think you're right there. It had uh, nothing to do with the uh, old Magnum Pi character that looked a lot like Magnum Ta. Nothing.
0: That's all coincidence.
1: I'm telling you what, I think uh, Burt Reynolds would love to be Magnum. (laughs) It also probably has nothing to do with the fact that his real name is Terry Allen, I believe. T.A. Terry Allen. Boy, Magnum. Magnum T.A. (laughs) Magnum T.A. is way better than Terry Allen. That's a very... Blase name. Uh-huh. I don't know that I'd want to be Terry Allen.
0: I mean, TA could stand for tits and ass.
1: It has in the past. <laughs> could also stand for Test and Albert. Uh-huh. Oh, moving on from Test and Albert. Honky Tonk Man and Jerry. Move
0: on from Test and Albert? <laughs> I'm know. still stuck on the Attitude Era
1: honky-tonk man and jerry lawler are first cousins pasty in fact jerry is the one who got honky into the business back in 70s memphis territory that he ran with jerry jarrett come on this one didn't really shock you though did it both are elvis fans memphis boys and i've always thought there's something about those chins (laughs) something about those chins
0: Uh, honky-tonk man is a clear impersonation of elvis jerry the king lawler I mean, they did put a crown on him, but obviously the king was Ford.
1: Oh yeah, they, the King gimmick came straight from the King of <laughs> Rock and Roll. So they they both got there.
0: They're not related by blood. They're just related by being Elvis fans. No. <laughs> <laughs> they're related by
1: sideburns.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which runs deeper than blood.
0: Yes. Johnny Ace, also known as John Laurinaitis, never made it big in the States until after his retirement. Unless you consider one half of the skateboarding dynamic dudes in the NWA big. I do. (laughs) But he was very big in all Japan. Made a good career and lots of money there. But while Johnny was making a name overseas, his brother was one of the most famous wrestlers in America, wrestling in NWA, WCW, WWF, as Road Warrior, animal, real name Joe Laurinaitis. What a rush! What a rush! <laughs> and then, and then John Laurinaitis, in his desperate attempts to want to be related to important people to up his standards, attempted to marry the Bella, or married the Bella's mother, thinking Nikki Bella was going to marry John Cena we could have that connection and then he didn't so that's fun
1: well you just jumped on that one didn't you
0: yeah
1: okay <laughs> i guess we'll just skip that one then what oh. <laughs> all right well then. we're gonna skip the one about johnny ace being the bella twins father-in-law well, we can
0: talk about what his wife's that name is
1: <laughs> Kathy Coley's,
0: yes, those should All be right. one anyway because they're very much in the same ballpark.
1: Nah, not really.
0: Man, John Cena could have been related to Road Warrior Animal. He should have stayed in it. That would have been badass.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, following that, oh my God, former and WWF John Women's Larnedas Champion and Rock Cena and Robin back
0: as the Road Warriors three
1: What about the Dynamic Dudes (laughs)
0: 2.0?
1: See them skateboarding to the ring with their backwards hats? I'd love it. That's way better than the new Road Warriors.
0: Do do, do we get Doctor of Thuganomics Cena back then at that point?
1: Oh, I think you'd have to. Yeah. The chain and everything, of course. (laughs) Uh, Former WWF Women's Champion Rockin' Robin was one of the few standout women performers of the 80s. But it should come as no surprise that she is the sister of Jake the Snake Roberts. Now, if you want to add on to that, she's the son, or the daughter, I should say, her and Jake, of Grizzly Adams. And also the brother of Jake the Snake's brother, or she's the sister of Jake the Snake's brother and her brother, Sam Houston. So kind of a big wrestling family that nobody really talks but not about. Sam
0: Roberts, right?
1: Not Sam, no, not Sam Roberts.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, I'm just saying, there's a connection there.
1: <laughs> big, uh, big wrestling family. They're rarely talked about as family. Of course, we know the estrangement of, of many of them, or if you don't know it, it's pretty well documented. <clears throat> and oddly enough, not a one of them goes by the same, uh, surname, which is kind of surprising in
0: wrestling. Yeah, that is very strange. Uh... Well, Dusty Rhodes has obviously built a pro wrestling lineage unto himself. Just ask Dust and Cody. But you may not know he's also the brother-in-law of nasty boy Jerry Skaggs. Sags. Slags. <laughs> Stags. Whose sister he married.
1: Just keeps growing the wrestling family, old Dusty Rhodes does. But you yeah, know, speaking of uh,
0: AEW.
1: speaking of nasty in-laws, Brian Knob's wife is actually the sister of Greg the Hammer Valentine's wife, making them brother-in-laws also.
0: Oh, shit! Some fans may not know the podfather, Conrad Thompson, host of Something to Wrestle, Starcast, and many other projects, is married to Megan Fleur rick flair's daughter making conrad rick's son-in-law you
1: should know, know that, that we, one if
0: you listen to us
1: right <laughs> and now play. you know how he gets so many uh gets the in on so many wrestlers right <laughs> what people might not know is conrad actually worked on uh podcasting back on rick flair's podcast long before uh, he even met megan
0: rick flair's hmm. podcast didn't last very long
1: no, Ric Flair didn't care You've about it.
0: lasted him. longer than Ric Flair's podcast. <laughs> Conrad, <twice>. and, uh,
1: <laughs> Conrad and Ric Flair have both admitted Flair just, uh, he didn't care. <laughs> well, he who really wants just to spend
0: that much time with their son-in-law, really? I mean. That's well, true. <laughs>
1: that is true. As
0: Flair, I would think it's weird that my son-in-law wants to spend that much time with me.
1: <laughs> I mean, at the time, like I said, it was before he even met Megan, but still.
0: Oh. Well, Ric Flair can see into the future.
1: He's Flair, all right. Yeah. Hey, pasty. remember when Undertaker had that feud with fake Undertaker?
0: Yeah, I do.
1: Do you ever wonder why they look so much alike?
0: I thought it was smoke and mirrors.
1: Well, some of that may have been Undertaker's big on smoke, and he probably chopped a few lines on mirrors.
0: He didn't make the list last week, though.
1: A big, uh, No. <laughs> But a big reason for that is because Taker's cousin Brian Lee, better known as Chains of the Disciples of Apocalypse, actually played the fake Undertaker. Ooh,
0: that blows my mind.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty smart. It's good to get a family member in, and you know what? If you ever, uh, <clears throat> if you ever look up a picture of Brian Lee, he actually his face he looks like he's related to Undertaker. Like you can see it. It's kind of eerie.
0: Yeah. The team of Deuce and Domino never really did much in WWE. Also, Tamina Snuka, most would say, has been underwhelming since debuting for the company. That's a shame, because both Deuce and Tamina are children of the WWE Hall of Famer, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Let's just hope they didn't catch that murder gene. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> Although Tamina Snuka as a badass like murder chick would be a good gimmick for her.
1: Gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> just keep it in the ring, baby. Keep it yeah, in the ring. Right. Oh, and finally, remember Slime Master J in the WWE?
0: Yeah. Well, he's my favorite. I got him <laughs> tattooed on my butt cheek.
1: Well, if you don't, maybe you'll recognize his real name. Terry Gordy Jr., son of Terry Bam Bam Gordy, the backbone of the fabulous Freebirds, and universally considered one of the best pro wrestlers of all time.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: Now, when you got the son of Terry Gordy, and his name is literally Terry Gordy Jr., Mm -hmm. why do you bring him in as Slam Master J?
0: Because you're Vince McMahon.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's just painful. (laughs) It's really painful, pasty.
0: Yeah. Well, the pain could come to an end now as we move into the Savage Sentinel. Woo! Both WWE and AEW could be able to allow fans at their live events in the state of Florida as early as next week, despite the coronavirus pandemic. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his reopened Florida task force, which is not as epic as the task force that 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 Donald Trump has named the, the what is it? The revive, the, the great economic revival task force. Yes.
1: <laughs> although, either, you, although both of them kind of yeah sound like they could be in a comic
0: this, It's definitely the Florida version of that.
1: Exactly, the Florida <laughs> version is always kind of the inbred version. Yeah,
0: it's 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 the shittier
1: <coughs> <laughs> <tier> <laughs> version.
0: Uh, but they've issued a three phased plan to reopen the state. Phase one begins on Monday for much of Florida, with the exception of Miami Dade, Bowerd, and Palm Beach counties. The plan is for phase one. The plan for phase one states. Large spectator sporting events should use strict social distancing guidelines and limit occupancy of venues to 25% of building capacity. Well, that shouldn't be a problem for these (laughs) (sighs) companies. This could allow WWE to limit occupancy of the Performance Center to 25% of capacity and AEW to limit occupancy of Daly's Place to 25% of capacity. It has not been confirmed that there will be fans allowed at the next round of events. AEW is scheduled to return to Daly's place in Jacksonville beginning next Wednesday, while WWE is scheduled to return to the Performance Center in Orlando on Monday, May 11th. It'll be interesting to see
1: what they decide to do. Finally,
0: the, you know, the, the powers that be, see what everybody else does, and it's just it's time to end Florida. <laughs> nothing nothing good <laughs> happens in Florida. Let them do their thing.
1: <laughs> just uh I always think of the old uh, <clears throat> I think it was Bugs Bunny where he ends up taking a saw and just cutting Florida off the map of the United States <laughs> yeah. and it just drifts away. It's like, let's just do it already. Just get it out of here. Corona will do well, it. maybe, no, it's.
0: Maybe that's what maybe that's what they're on to. Maybe they're just gonna let like the worst <laughs> pits of
1: existence. I mean, let's be honest, Florida is like 90% elderly anyways, so yeah. they have the most
0: to lose from drugs. opening up. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's like, wow. <laughs> uh, well, one, one company that's taking this stuff very seriously, Pasty, social distancing, COVID-19 and all, is Ring of Honor, who announced today that they have canceled all June events due to the coronavirus pandemic. The cancellations include the best of the world pay-per-view, which was scheduled for June nineteenth.
0: Well now it's just the worst in the world.
1: <laughs> so you got we got another uh two months before we get any more Ring of Honor action, at least new stuff.
0: That's rough which, stuff, but at least they're taking the high road with this. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's a catch twenty-two. You know, it's hard to determine what's best for business, what's best for your employees what's best for the public but ring of honor is at least biting the bullet on this one mm.
0: yeah it sucks but it's it's what's happening uh and i i say overall in the public eye, they probably look better for for taking this route
1: oh yeah they're gonna definitely get brownie points for this
0: yeah
1: for sure and now if they're smart they'll milk it
0: yeah, I think so.
1: You know, bring it up. Talk about how you're willing to
0: You got to think about the Ring and... of Honor, you know, before all this was not on the best foot anyway. They were catching no. ground. They were catching their balance. But give it some time, make the people want it again. And, and it, yeah, I think that'll be
1: good. Yeah, it could definitely be a good restructuring plan.
0: Somewhere that Ring of Honor could be invading AEW soon. So maybe this is part of that potentially. So that would can be- have some stuff. There are people in front of some fans in Florida. I don't know.
1: That'd be interesting. I
0: didn't take anything I, I saw with a grain of, or I took it all with a grain of salt. I don't. I don't yeah. trust it until I see it happening because that just sounds too good to be true. But this kind of lines up with that a little. WWE's v- Executive Vice President of Television Production, Kevin Dunn, unloaded some of his Class A common stock this week, according to a new WWE filing with the SEC. Dunn sold 33,000 shares of stock on Wednesday at $45.46 per share for a total of approximately 1500180 dollars. Dunn still has 125,361 shares of the company after this sale.
1: Yeah. That's a lot. Someone's of shares. unloading. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean at
0: 4546, god, it's hard, you know. I I worry it only goes down from here. Right. Yeah, I it after hurt, I said last week, like with now that they're essential, they're not essential to me. I know I, I've seen a lot of people with the same kind of uh, perspective on that. So,
1: and I don't know his situation at home. You know, for all I know, his wife isn't working, and maybe they had a standard of living that they were used to, and maybe without some of her income, I'm sure Kevin Dunn lives lavishly. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's one maybe of those he's things start where he a literally really just—I <laughs> <laughs> don't know if you can get worse.
0: What can you get for a million and a half? <laughs>
1: you get the Vikings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then just clone them and have them play against each other.
1: There you go. Vince Vince knows how to clone, so yeah, yep. he's got an in. Mm-hmm. He's really? got an in. Yeah, well, COVID-19 may be stopping Kevin Dunn from starting a new football league, but it seems it won't halt the growth of Major League Wrestling, as they have announced Wednesday that they partnered with In Demand to bring MLW events to pay-per-view here in the United States. The new distribution partnership will kick off with MLW Battle Riot 2 on May 7th, MLW Saturday Night Superfight on May 14th, an MLW Opera Cup twenty nineteen on May twenty first.
0: I like the Opera events... Cup. That's so weird for wrestling.
1: Oh, it's awesome. It's the events crazy. will air at eight PM Eastern and replays will air throughout the month. Well, good, good for, for them. them. They keep getting <laughs> new they keep getting new deals and new distribution and overseas distribution and they're really they're growing.
0: Yeah, after hearing that, I got to say it's a shame ring of is not doing anything. (laughs) Uh, It's good to see people doing things, but it's good to, I don't know. It's just good. Let it be good. We don't got a lot of good. Let's just be good. Exactly. According to Wrestling Inc.'s Mark Middleton, a user on Reddit, posted a screenshot of a conversation that they had with Velveteen Dream. Real name, Patrick Clark. Oh, we're saying his real name. This isn't good, folks. (laughs) Through Instagram direct messages, they had contact. Per H. Jenkins of Ringside News, the Reddit users said they were 17 years old and they posted a censored version of an explicit photo they said Dream had sent to them. Jenkins noted that the Reddit user wondered whether Dream's account had been hacked. But said a phone conversation occurred and the caller sounded like Dream. The user said their friends had also been sent explicit messages. The post has since been deleted from Reddit. Dream released a tweet on Friday saying, Be assured I did not communicate inappropriately with anyone. A private photo of mine was shared without my consent or my knowledge. And I am working with a third party to look into this matter. WWE is yet to comment on allegations against Clark. Yeah. Uh, This is being handled better than Enzo.
1: (laughs) Very much. One thing that, uh, one thing that really stood out to me is when he went on Twitter, he actually said a private photo of mine was shared without my consent. So he's at least admitting that the photo is of him. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know. I haven't seen the photo, so I don't know if it shows his whole body, his face, or if it's just a wang shot or what it is.
0: Well, he's obviously got nothing to be ashamed of.
1: <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but um, it'll be interesting to see how this has played out. God, One I, would hope ass-
0: it, I, hope, I hope not, man. Velveteen Dream. Man.
1: One would assume that it, it's probably a hack job. Yeah. It just from the way it comes out and with even the reddit users saying, you know, I don't know, it might have been hacked.
0: And with Yeah, his they and had and a phone g- con- gimmick, you know, he'd be easily targeted and shit like this.
1: Yeah, and they said they had a phone conversation that sounded like him. I don't if he's talking like his character, he's kind of he's got a manner of speaking that can be imitated, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know, but like you said, I I hope it all comes out that it's wrong. At least this, uh, this Reddit
0: conversation by saying dream over.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) At least this Reddit user doesn't seem to, at this point to be like just dogpiling on dream. So that's kind of good. Also, it doesn't seem like somebody who's just out to, to cause trouble. So I don't know.
0: We'll see where this goes.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully we definitely have updates for you guys going forward.
0: I, uh, Man, yeah. I put so much into Ellsworth. I even put a little <laughs> bit into Enzo. <laughs> Just Dream, to get bit. Dream was supposed to be our savior.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. All right. And uh, backtracking a little to the second part of the story Pacey talked about, and, or that I talked about, and then uh, got skipped. There's still more moves being made by MLW as they announced a new limited series to premiere this May. That'd be MLW Anthology. The series will premiere on Saturday, May 16th on BN Sports in conjunction with the new episode of MLW Fusion. MLW Anthology episodes will focus on the biggest rivalries, stars, and title matches going back to the original MLW in 2002. There will be a supplemental content and rare behind-the-scenes footage with never-before-seen material thanks to some lost footage from 2002 to 2004 that was just recently un- uncovered. Ooh. So that'll be really interesting. I'm looking forward to this.
0: I like new companies, new-ish companies having lost vault content. That's good.
1: Well, if you think 2002, that's 20 years ago. Damn near. Mm. So... <clears throat> not horribly new no you gotta think 2002 was quite a year for pro wrestling because we had ring of honor start ring of honor startup MLw startup impact wrestling startup it was really kind of the reset button for and of course it's all because ecw and wcw folded in 2001 yeah so those two guys went down in three companies that are still pretty major i mean they're still I'd say they're all three are still pretty major. They're definitely not AEW WWE category, but all three are prominent.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, and are uh, in st- my tops, like anything go to outside of those would. be. Yeah.
1: And they're still kicking. So it's yeah. like, wow, 2002 was definitely a good year. If you were interested in non WWE wrestling.
0: Seems like a good place to start digging,
1: dig it. I can dig it.
0: Dig it. Dug it. Did it. We came and we went, and it's time for comings and goings. And it seems like uh, we're at the beginning of another wave, a dark wave over the WWE. As WWE has reportedly released former UFC champion Cain Velasquez already. (laughs) That's super surprising. Agreed. Kane was signed to a huge contract, but was let go after not being used since WWE Crown jewel on October 31st, 2019 in Saudi Arabia, where he was beat by Brock Lesnar in about 26 seconds. <laughs> Kane was under a multi-year deal with WWE. I mean... As WWE, you got to know if you're gonna reach into other things that aren't wrestling, you're gonna pull out some things that don't work. It's a shame that they didn't put more into Kane because I think he had some promise.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, I think they were trying to do what I would have done and made him a special attraction, only mm-hmm. bust him out at a few special shows.
0: Right, you're gonna do a wrong. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> we'll I'd see. Kane
0: over drunk any days.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was shocked with this one, but it, it's kind of, you know, part of part of you has to wonder if Kane was just like, hey, if you know, if WWE isn't going to be doing nothing. I don't think he he might ask for his release. You know, he'd be making good money, but does he have other stuff he can do?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Doubt I if he asked for his release right after his match at Crown Jewel. <laughs> right, I would have. Like, hey, um, are we done now? Because that was bullshit.
1: It's just kind of sad. I'll never see Cain Velasquez wrestle in the WWE.
0: <laughs> you can so. watch the like the Raw leading up to the Crown Jewel. Did he, he wrestle? He attacked Lesnar with chairs. With
1: yeah, you never, you didn't wrestle, right? I think the only wrestling match he had was Crown Jewel, right?
0: Yeah, but he didn't yeah. wrestle there either. No <laughs>
1: <fun>. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Well, WWE announced the release of Curtis Axel as well. No! There's no word yet on if these two are the first of another round of budget cuts brought by the COVID-19 outbreak. But it was reported earlier this week by WrestleVotes that WWE officials are open to releasing just about anyone who wants to be released at this point. Now, just about anyone, you can be assured, does not include, you know, your AJ Styles, your John Cena's, your Undertaker's, your...
0: Uh, Roman well, Reigns Vince will never release Undertaker <clears throat> even after he's dead.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he's he's undead anyways, right? right. Yeah, he's more valuable dead than alive. Yeah. But uh, it is his...
0: worth it to note that Curtis Axel is the first SmackDown superstar who's been cut. So it could be the beginning of the next wave.
1: Oh, I did not
0: realize that. Well, that's, that's surprising when you don't watch the product. <laughs> uh but yeah yeah it's uh i thought curtis axel would have been a jobber forever like vince sees value in them you know what i mean right just jokey guys who can go out there and lose Uh, i'm surprised bo dallas didn't get cut but like we said it earlier in the show it's gotta be due to bray wyatt and yeah
1: although i wouldn't be surprised to see it coming
0: oh yeah honestly yeah
1: Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Bray Wyatt cut. Just I don't because... think
0: Curtis Axel would have asked for his release, though.
1: <laughs> Probably it... not. The thing about Curtis is it's like, I I don't know where, he'd be a great fit in NWA for sure. Yeah. Um, I could see him in MLW. Other than that, he's not going to AEW. No. I doubt it. I mean he's got he's got so much talent. He's you know, he's the son of 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 Kurt Hennig, grandson of Larry the Axe Hennig, and he's super talented and he's got a good look. Mm-hmm. So he I hope he ends up somewhere. He has to I hope be he, somewhere
0: where either he doesn't have to talk or what he says doesn't matter. Like you said, NWA is probably his best bet.
1: Yeah. I hope he doesn't leave this experience with WWE jading him and just not not going anywhere afterwards that would be that would be a waste
0: yeah oh boy gerald briscoe was furloughed as many producers were back on april 15th this just came out this week though briscoe has been scouting amateur wrestling events for the past several years responsible for giving a look to guys such as brock lesnar Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, among others. It was noted that there was currently no amateur wrestling tournaments going on right now due to the coronavirus pandemic, but Briscoe could be brought back in the future since he was just furloughed. This surprised many people as he has been with the company since 1984. The 73-year-old had worked several roles for the company, including as a scout for WWE NXT brand, and was seen as one of the guys that would be untouchable in a situation like this. Yeah, uh, he's one of the guys who's been with the company longer than Vince has. <laughs>
1: right? Not quite, but <laughs> not quite. Uh,
0: it's got to be damn close.
1: Um, Vince took over in 80, 79? Somewhere around there. <clears throat> and, of course, Vince worked for the company before that.
0: Yeah.
1: He just didn't own it. Right. But yeah, I mean easily. This is one though I wouldn't be surprised if Briscoe asked for this. I could see him being I mean, like it says in there, it was noted there's currently no amateur wrestling tournaments going on, so what the fuck is he scouting? Yeah. And two, since he is uh he's not an independent contractor, he's actually employed by WWE Inc., he can collect his unemployment, you know? Woo. So I could see him just being like, you know what, Vince, it's
0: probably better not to be around people like that.
1: I could see him just telling Vince, Hey, don't waste your money. Just furlough me. That way I can go home. I can collect unemployment. When things start going again, give me a call and I'll come back. You know, I could easily see that.
0: Yeah. But they're keeping Kevin Dunn around.
1: Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yeah, the only
0: <laughs> at all, really. <laughs> right. Kevin Dunn's still there? Come on.
1: The only thing about him leaving at this time, <laughs> Brisco, that I see is at 73 years old, you know, when everything gets back to normal, which before they start bringing furloughed people back, it's probably going to be 2021, I would yeah. assume. Yeah. If he spent a good uh, six months, quote unquote, retired, he might not want to come back. Yeah. He, yeah. he might have been... Enjoyed his time off. I I definitely agree there. It'll be interesting, but if if he is gone, he is going to be sorely missed. His eye for talent, just look at the names. Brock Lesnar, Jason Jordan, Chad Gable. I mean, he he has an eye for talent. (laughs) Others. You know, Gerald Briscoe, he's a
0: a shooter. 1984, those were the three things he did. (laughs) (laughs)
1: but he's you know they tell you he's a legit shooter they people say even to this day that almost every single one of the wrestlers in the back maybe not lesnar but almost everybody else they said to this day gerald could still take him down yeah like he is just an old school hooker you know and i'm not talking about walking the streets
0: him hulk hogan and vince (laughs) in a match for wrestlemania
1: Oh, Hulk and Vince are done. (laughs) Not even a chance.
0: Uh, I guess here at the end of the show is a great time to say this episode has been brought to you, at least on my part, by Lagunitas. Little something, something ale. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You gotta like it. It's delicious. Probably one of the best IPAs I have invited in. In recent times.
1: I'm going to have to try some of that.
0: It's good. Is good.
1: It's very good. This episode was good. It's short but sweet, kind of the way things are right now. Well, things aren't sweet right now.
0: No. I mean, they're getting sweeter, potentially. Uh, I don't
1: know. Uh, like we said before, it's all relative.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just because I've been getting out in the yard and grilling season's kicking off. And
1: It has been such beautiful weather. Yes, you can't go yes, wrong with yes. that. At least people can, you know, you're not supposed to gather in groups, but at least people can get out of the house, get outside, get fresh air, walk your dogs. Kids can play in the yard, you know. It's, it's good. You can get out and grill. And... You can
0: go to Florida and see some wrestling.
1: Yeah, boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going. You have fun right after I protest at the governor's mansion. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, no, this has been a good one. Short, sweet, to the point. You found out some new wrestlers who were related and hopefully you let us know in the comments. Some of them that we forgot blow our minds. We beg of you.
1: Ooh,
0: (sighs) but I guess until next time I've been pasty.
1: And I'm still Fat Mac.
0: And we're still beefing it up each and every week right here for you. So be on the lookout for the next episode coming at you.